This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade, where each week we'll be discussing the construction landscape in Central Ohio and other exciting topics. I'm Bryce Jacob, your host. I'm the president at J.S. Brown and & Company, and I'm here with a good friend of mine, Greg Hansberry. Yo. How you doing? Doing good. Glad oh, to be good. back. Now, I'm curious. Now, do you go back and listen to these podcasts? I, well, I do. I, you know, when I'm a little you know, behind the, the curtain, I'm yeah. the guy who has to go back and edit them and right. clean them up and add all the goofy sounds and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, Is I it becoming your it. favorite show? I, quickly. my favorite. It's my favorite home remodeling podcast. Oh, great answer. Great <laughs> answer. Well, for you folks that haven't heard other podcasts, you can always go to jsbrowncompany.com and look at the archive. And it's always on iTunes, too, so you can get the little pings when an update comes mm-hmm. out. And listen to uh, listen to these podcasts because they're pretty fun. We're about oh, I don't know eight to ten weeks into this now, and uh, and we've had some great guests on. Got a lot of good topics. We appreciate your feedback. And one of the ways that we're getting feedback from you is if you go to a above grade at jsbrowncompany.com, you can shoot us an email there and request any topics that you'd like to hear about. Comment on any of our guests. You can. Uh, request to have them come back or to never hear from them again. We, we like all kinds of feedback. <laughs> but uh, we have a guest today that's someone that I've known for quite some time, pretty much my whole life. Actually, definitely my whole life. Uh, his name is Scott Jacob. He happens to be my brother. Hi, Scott. Hey, Bryce. How's it going? Very, very good. Oh, yeah. There's the whistling the and halluding oh, and saluting well, and, and applauding. I got to say, the last time we had one of your family members on was Gramps. Gramps, yeah. And, uh, well. He was a wild card, so oh, I'm yeah. expecting nothing Yeah, else. Gramps from California. He's an old <laughs> trash man. Yeah. He's a hoot. So we love Gramps, don't we? Oh, yeah. It's hard to... Uh Hard to understand him sometimes, but uh, he's, he's great. He's entertaining, at least. He is entertaining, at least. Always entertaining. Well, he's got some good stories. We'll probably have him back on sometime again right. in the near future. All I right. think he's chomping at the bit. Now he realized we actually called him. Uh, he's been asking me to come back on the program. Right, we'll he get feels, him on. He feels like we'll he needs to on. fill in the blanks a little bit. But, Scott, the reason I have uh, Scott on here is I wasn't just desperate to have guests on the show. He's actually, <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually quite a historian, and this is something that's fascinated me ever since we were kids. You've always had a passion for uh, historical preservation, mm-hmm. and you were very active in Toledo where we grew up um, with many of the projects in downtown Toledo, the historical structures that were being preserved or at risk of being demolished. And you were very active at tying yourself to the front of buildings and ch- and challenging the bulldozers <laughs> to come at you full bore. I did, And yeah. prevented many a structure, and we've lost some as well, unfortunately. Um, but you you moved to Columbus. Uh, when was that? 2003? 2007. 2007. Oh, my gosh. It feels like you've been here longer than that. Yeah, no. uh, from but you were up in Michigan, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you were up in up in uh, Toledo. We were both born and raised there in Sylvania, little area outside of Toledo. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you went to school up in at Eastern Michigan for some time, and then you ended up down here. You just couldn't stand being away from me. Uh, that was definitely one of the factors, but I could not stand. Michigan winters any longer. Yeah, oh, well, my God, you didn't go far enough south. This was a <laughs> you guys have it good here in Columbus. I tell you, anytime I hear anybody complain about winters here, I just have to roll my eyes and say, you don't know what a winter is. It's true. So um, this passion that you have, which is interesting because we don't have anyone in our family necessarily that's, um, you know, been in, in construction or been in uh structural preservation or historic preservation. It's just kind of been you and I blazing this little path, interestingly enough. 
you more on the preservation side where you're very active in Columbus. And it's always fascinating to me. Um, you know, Greg, when Scott and I get together, you know, we um, have a tendency to, to talk just like anybody else would, but he's always got these stories and he's going to share a really cool one today uh, that have to do with structures or architectural um, artifacts in and around the city that we walk by every day. Sure. That you wouldn't even know about. That's you know, cool. It catches you off guard. And he goes, oh, did you know about this? And I go, what? And he goes, did you know this, that, the other thing? And so he's going to come back periodically. So you always want to tune in when Scott comes in because he's got some interesting stuff. That's a cool idea. So, yeah, it's, it's really kind of fun because there's some really amazing things right here in the town we live in that many of us maybe have heard about but don't know enough about or maybe aren't active enough about helping preserve that. And, uh, and maybe we can become just, just a little bit more active in doing that. So summer's here. That's always fun. Other than splashing around in the pool, movies all are coming out right now. So have you uh, have you seen any of the new movies that have come out just recently? I know they're releasing some. They just released The Incredibles and, you know, that that's out. Anybody seen that one yet? You know, I've got two little kids we talk about all the time, and the only time I can get to the theater is if it's a kid's movie. Oh, so geez, we actually, yeah. we, we, uh, yeah. we binge-watched the uh, old one. It mm-hmm. was on uh, TV a couple a couple weeks ago. You and binged then, watched one movie. Well, that's it's a marathon when you got two kids and, and <laughs> zero true. patience. You sneak the candy in your pockets. <clears throat> that's yeah. it. And then we went to the theater. And you're right. We snuck the candy and we, we yeah. shared a big bag of popcorn. It was fun. It's fun. It's a fun summer thing to do for sure. Yeah. 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 It's funny. Good. There's uh, there's a lot of movies coming out and that have have come out and are still coming out this summer, uh, and so much of them seem to be action movies. You're yeah, right. Yeah. It's just kind of everything I've seen that's come out solo. Right. Have you seen that solo? I have not. Yeah. Oh, the right. spinoffs with that are mm-hmm. just crazy. Mm-hmm. You can just go on for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots well, of material for that. And Disney seems to be intending to do that. Well, you know, it's, they're, it's they're printing money, baby. Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> eventually going to be one called Wicket, the Ewok. So, you know, they're going to cover every character in depth. Hammerhead. So, oh my god, I'm I'm excited about that. <laughs> no, I haven't seen Solo. I'm surprised I haven't yet. I'll go see it one of these days here before it goes out of the theater. The one I'm about to miss, if it's still in theaters, is uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Oh yeah, yeah. That kind of kicked the summer off, and that was a huge yeah. hit. Um, did you see it? I, I, again, I did not. I, I yeah. I saw it, and I honestly wasn't terribly impressed. I'll have to say it got. A big, you know, yeah. big, a lot mm-hmm. of press. Yeah. And a lot of these movies are great because they rely on the CG graphics now, which they can do for almost any special effect. And yeah. they turn out to be amazing. But this was not maybe my favorite huh. one. I, I feel like they're trying to outdo the other ones. Right. And they were so good for a while. And uh, the last Avengers movie that came out, I liked it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I felt like they just tried to overdo it. Uh, and then the Justice League was kind of mm. like that as well, where they just had too much going on. It was wasn't hard to follow. It was just well, they were yeah. trying to cram too much stuff in there. But anyway, hopefully, you know, <laughs> I've heard good things about it. So, and then Deadpool, which Deadpool, Deadpool two, 2 is coming too, out, yeah, which is a yeah. is a very that, inappropriate comedy. Yes, you can't is. take kids to that or anywhere near it. Uh, in <laughs> the I'll Jurassic you, World. Yeah, Jurassic yes. World. You know, it's really funny. I read Jurassic Park, the book, way before. 30 years ago. Yeah, way, yeah, way, way yeah, when that yeah. came out. Um, and I thought, wow, it was one of the greatest books I ever read. And I thought if they ever made a movie, they're just going to screw it up because I'll never make the dinosaurs look good. Mm -hmm. But it's the one thing they did really well. When Jurassic Park came out, I felt like it was a real dinosaur movie and it was only a snippet of the book. If you've read Jurassic Park, the book, it's the first two movies that Jurassic, 
the Jurassic Park, and then what was the second one? Uh, the, the Lost World. The Lost World. Yeah, yeah thanks. Uh-huh. The Lost <clears throat> World came out, and that kind of picked up a lot of the other missing pieces and evolved oh, the story yeah, a little cool. bit. So yeah, a lot of people a lot of people criticize uh, movies after they've read the book, and in in this particular case, uh, I understand that. But I would rather have them criticize the book because they didn't get the whole thing told mm-hmm. and spend the money on developing the dinosaurs the way that they did, and they've run with that. You know, those those movies have been did they, they feel the, realistic? Did it yeah, follow the books? for the most part, you know, it did. They obviously embellish it a little bit, but you know, it's uh, the first two movies really are the Jurassic Park book you know, that they've broken up into two, which was a, a really good way to do it. They made their billions off the first one yeah. and they were able to just run with it. But that one, I'm excited. I haven't seen that one yet. I'm excited to uh, see that. There's Ant-Man. And, um, <laughs> we, we're, we, that's why we're, we're a home remodeling podcast and not a movie podcast, <laughs> a movie review podcast, because we haven't seen any of these movies. We all like, yeah, we're oh, terrible. We're I was busy remodeling busy stuff. Yeah. And, and I've never even heard of that one. Like, uh, it's a, the Busy Dads Movie Review Podcast. <laughs> we'll watch it yeah. on TBS in three years and let you yeah. know what we thought right. about it. <laughs> yeah. But one movie I did see uh, and, yeah. uh, is, and this was a phenomenal movie, and uh, it's one I've seen about three times now, actually, which three doesn't times. happen to me very often, is The Greatest mm-hmm. Showman. Wow. And cool. It's a musical, mm-hmm. and it's Hugh Jackman, which is one of my favorite actors out there. And I can review this one really well because it's just a phenomenal movie, and my kids have watched it over and over as well. It has an interesting story of the circus and, you know, of, of Barnum. Yeah. And so, you know, Scott and I were talking, this one of the reasons I want to have him come on, on the program is there's an interesting connection uh, that that movie has to Columbus, Ohio. And it's something many people probably don't know much about. And I probably annoyed you during the movie when we were watching it together. That's why I, I turned I was it like, up so loud. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I was going, oh, oh my gosh, that I know what that relates to. And yeah. I was connecting it to yeah. uh, Columbus history. and uh, So let's let's yeah. move on from the movie reviews, unless you have another one that we no, just got to see. I'm, okay, doing okay? <laughs> I've, we've talked about more movies that I even knew were out. We're all right. <laughs> we had quite a hit list there. Uh, yeah, we obviously, uh, it's too expensive to go see movies. But let's talk about yes, the, the Greatest Showman and its connection to Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, The Greatest Showman. I, you know, I was impressed with the uh, the movie um, all around. It was just a great performance by all the characters. The songs were amazing. But what I really liked was the uh, the historical accuracy. Um, they really played the uh, early history of, of P.T. Barnum and his uh, museum that he had in New York. And that all, a lot of people don't know that that's actually how he started you know, circuses were not um, a established thing until the uh, 1870s and 80s, and uh, they mostly relied on uh, just like sideshow type little novelty. Um, you know, the fat lady or the bearded lady, or the bearded, yeah. well, bearded fat lady or whatever, <laughs> uh, or characters like that. Right. And they were freaks, and they would make you know money at like you know the little. Uh, the expense of someone with who's disabled or deformed or whatever. Yeah, be. not very yeah. PC today, right. certainly. Right. Yeah, but um, you know, I saw the connection to uh, Peter Sells, uh, gentleman here in Columbus, who has probably one of the most unique houses uh, in the city that I've ever seen. And if you haven't seen it, um, it's on Denison. Um, and Buttles downtown in uh, Victorian Village, mm-hmm. 
and people refer to it as the circus house or uh, the Sells Mansion. Um, many years it was a uh, nursery school in the 60s and 70s, but um, it's an incredible work of architecture, um, and it was built by Peter Sells, who owned a circus here in Columbus. And um, it was really kind of interesting. Yeah, so Peter Sells, wasn't he, uh, with his circus, he was the top competitor of Barnum, and they would they competed against each other for circus clientele. Isn't that right? They did. Um, you know, P.T. Barnum, when he started taking his museum on the road, he did not know exactly uh, what to do as far as including animals. That kind of came later. Um, but there were a lot of competitors out there that were doing these. Uh, there was Buffalo Bill Cody. Um, there were uh, other circuses. Uh, the uh, Ringling uh, Brothers were a separate circus at the time before it merged with P.T. Barnum. Annie Oakley, is that kind of the same thing or am I way off? No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah Annie Oakley, uh, the show, the gunfighting right, shows yeah. that they would do, yeah. Uh, Buffalo Bill was the big kind one. The same as, yeah. yeah. That's what made me think of that. You run around and shoot Buffalo and stuff like that. <laughs> oh. Pretty crazy. But so these phenomenal uh, shows um, that traveled around the country were in competition, like you said, Bryce. Yeah. And uh, P.T. Parnum was no different than Peter Sells, and they were top competitors uh, in that in that venue. So let's get back to the house, because the house was more of a keep his wife uh, satisfied, uh, <laughs> gift because he was on the road. Isn't that true? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So the house is an interesting story. So Peter Sells married, um, he was in his thirties and he married his wife. She was 18 and she knew that he was in the circus business and he had a lot of money, uh, but he was gone a lot of the year. He was, uh, here in Columbus in the winter time, um, with the circus um, they had a camp that was uh, out in Grandview, actually, or Marble Cliff, and um, it was called Sellsville, a little mm -hmm. town where they yeah. had all the animals and everything. Um, and she didn't really like the smell and the <laughs> noise and all what? the animals. Yeah, stinky. Why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't <laughs> like that? <laughs> but she was um, kind of a little spoiled prima donna almost, and they were um, kind of upper society folks and they had houses downtown in, uh, in Columbus, uh, closer to the downtown area. But um, the Victorian village area was coming around. Um, it wasn't really developed in the early 1900s still, you know, it was still pretty uh, sparse. Mm -hmm. It wasn't so compact as it is today, of course. And there was a nice lot right at the corner of Goodale Park there. And uh, Peter Sells bought that and um, hired Frank Packard, who is one of the uh, great architects here in, in Columbus, to design him a house that she would be happy with while he was gone. And Out clowning around? Is that where that came from? Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah, when he was out clowning around. Well, she did her fair share of clowning around, I'll tell you that. Oh, boy. Here we go. It turns into the uh -oh. gossip show. Uh -oh. Yeah, so now we're at the hair salon. So let me tell you this. <laughs> so, yeah, his wife, while Peter Sells was away, um, started having affairs. And uh, 
You see the uh, elevator brewing company? Yes. Okay, so you see on the uh, front of that building the stained glass little mm-hmm. things in the front. It says Bot Brothers, and it says Cigars and Billiards on the other one. Cool. So those were removed from their original um, Bot Brothers Billiard Hall and uh, cigar place that was further down uh, on High Street, but when they uh, moved up to this new building, they took those things with them. Okay. So the Bot Brothers had a lot of money too, and Peter Sells was gone, and his wife thought she would strike up a little relationship with Mr. Bot, and so they did, and Peter Sells kind of got wind of this one time when he was out uh, with his circus, and he sent an investigator back to spy on her. And he got some pretty uh, convincing information and photographs um, of his wife coercing with uh, Mr. Bot in his Uh-oh. own in his house Uh-oh. there. Yeah, so it made the society papers and caused quite a stir. And uh, Mr. Sells divorced his wife, but um, they had one daughter, and uh, their daughter even. Uh, testified against her mother hmm. and told stories. Yeah, it was quite a thing. You can quite mom a circus. Of the year, yeah. yeah, it was quite a circus indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but the house is just really a neat uh, piece of architecture. Bryce, you you uh, have you ever been in it? I haven't been in it. No, been past it, but not in it. Well, I've never been in it either. But it sold last year, I believe, or two years ago for like one point eight million or some hmm. crazy amount. But um, it had been owned by the same people for uh, a good number of years. And so it was one of those homes that, you know, when it came up for sale, people just were like, oh, my gosh, that house is for sale. Let's go take a look at that thing. It's pretty amazing inside, too. So now what then what happened to uh, uh, Peter Sell's career? Did it, uh, you know, you don't hear about him as a leading circus man um, out there, you hear the other names mentioned. Did that kind of devastate his career? Well, no, actually, um, his business partner, uh, and he decided to, they had expanded the business in the late 1800s. And the Ringling Brothers, who at this point still had not merged with uh, P.T. Barnum, um, was interested in the uh, Sells Brothers uh, circus. Well, Peter Sells passed away in the early 1900s, and his brother then passed away just shortly after. So the uh, the entire business of Sells Circus was on the market, and the Ringling Brothers snapped it right up and hmm. and bought the whole thing, lock, stock, and barrel, uh, which had I should I should say one thing that that before that had happened a part of the circus had been sold off to um, P.T. Barnum. Mm-hmm. So he already owned a part of the circus. And then when Ringling Brothers came along and bought the rest of it, and then later they all merged, the P.T. Barnum and Ringling Brothers merged together later. Um, in fact, uh, one of the things that they are known for is their uh, elephants mm, that they right, parade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that started here in Columbus, the parading the elephants from the train station in Grandview out Goodale Avenue into Columbus downtown and then up to the fairgrounds. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, and, and didn't, he traveled with them too, didn't he? Yeah. The elephants? Yeah. He put them in a suitcase, yeah. 
Yeah. In his trunk. In his trunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good groan. I'll have, I'll have like that's that good. one. That's a good. That's a dad. You can't groan. Yeah. You got, he's that's laughing. Like <laughs> yeah, he traveled with him in his trunk. Great. Well, he put him in the trains, right? And didn't he have to customize the train cars? He was the first to travel with elephants. Yeah, his elephants were really kind of his um, selling point. They were kind of a unique feature. Not a lot of circuses or traveling, um, you know, variety shows could afford to maintain a giant animal like that, let alone more than a several. And he had quite a few. Um, you know, back in that time, too, they didn't uh, have safety precautions. <laughs> and so some of the trainers that worked with the elephants would get pretty battered up by these elephants. A few of them were even killed over, over the years. But uh, they kept those no elephants. No OSHA laws. Then, right, huh? yeah. yeah, no OSHA laws. Uh, yeah, they like didn't, just funerals. No OSHA laws. Yeah, yeah they didn't punish, Too they bad. didn't take the elephants off the, uh, off the, uh, off the show uh, because they had damage or because they'd hurt somebody. They kept them going, you know, angry elephants out there mauling children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's how, uh, isn't that what Dumbo's written about? Yeah. An angry yeah. elephant <laughs> and a flying baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, this seems like a pretty good time for us to give the tip of the week. And this tip of the week actually can help you become kind of the life of the party and become a little bit of a historian yourself. It's time for the tip of the week. So this is more of an interesting fact as well as a tip. but something Scott's going to share with us about what to look for if you're taking a, taking a drive out in the country and you might pass an old farmhouse. You know, if you're out driving on a Sunday afternoon and you're just uh, enjoying the rural countryside, you're tired of the dusty city, and you see that old farmhouse up in the up in the distance, and as you get closer, you notice sometimes uh, they have two big old trees in the front yard. They could be pine trees or oak trees or birch trees, and uh, sometimes the type of trees were significant. But many times, if you look at those trees, you'll see that they're centered on either side of the front door of the old farmhouse. And an interesting detail about this is that those trees were generally planted by the first owner of the house uh, or the first couple that was married in the house. Um, And, you know, some people don't think of that at all. They didn't even live in the house their whole life. You just see the two big trees out there. Yeah, they just see the two big old trees. They're called wedding trees, isn't that right? They have been called wedding trees or marriage trees. Uh, It's a German tradition. Um, Yeah, it's an interesting thing that I learned of number of years ago and some projects that I had gotten involved in and uh, it was uh, you know you have to look at everything in in my field of work you have to look at every little dumb detail sometimes and you don't think of those things like that. So this is a great dumb detail it's that can really, make you look good is yeah. the <laughs> wedding trees out in front of an old farmhouse and that's what that means is that it was probably the original owner of the home once it was built or a couple was married in the house. So that's a cool, interesting fact that you can take to parties near you. Impress your friends. Well, pretty interesting stuff. So um, anything else you want to plug about Peter Sells or the, the circus or the house? Not I mean, at this you, moment. You can't really tour the house now. I mean, it's owned by, it's a private residence now. You have to know those folks pretty well, I guess. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. Bryce, you're good at that. You yeah, can... well, We'll knock on the Give door. Give him a free quote on something. Yeah. There you go. Uh, well, that'll do now, it. Now, we'll bring this up uh, as maybe we get out towards October. Let's, let's, haunted? Is it haunted? Anything, any, I just have a big. Uh, so it is not on uh, the Columbus Haunted Tour. All right. Okay. Um, maybe haunted with bad memories of the divorce. I don't know, but. 
That's no, to come later. Uh, yeah, no, you let's, you let's know a back lot about October. the homes that are on the Haunted Tour, right? And a little bit about them. I do. But that's got that'd be a good show for us. We'll do that come October. How's that sound? Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah. we'll do the Haunted One Tour. Of my favorite things. A, a few of the other things that we're going to bring up in in future shows. Uh, I want to talk about the the transportation, the rail transportation, and just how that has evolved over the decades and even centuries here in central Ohio and, and where there's remnants of the old roundhouse, which was really exciting because we even went and looked on the satellite images and we can yeah. see the old foundation of this thing, which is really amazing. So, you know, we'll put on, um, on the website, we'll put some pictures up of some of these things we talk about because they're right in plain view. And, mm-hmm. uh, that's, what's so exciting about Columbus and what we're going to be doing moving forward here just make you aware of some of those special things that are out there. So Scott's going to be the guy to do that because you, you know, this is what I'm used to. What you just heard for the last 20 minutes is what I'm used to hearing every time I get together with him. There's excitement <laughs> in his voice about all these wonderful things that are in and around us every single day and great historical um, stories uh, that, that um, developed our history. So thank I'm you. I'm a font of useless knowledge, really. Yeah, you're our, the modern day Cliff Clavin. Yeah. So <laughs> I am really looking. <laughs> it's a, well, let me it's tell a, you about It's this. a good thing. Yeah. So uh, so thanks, Scott, for coming in here and joining us today and chatting about movies and, and of course, the circus. And, uh, and we'll have you back for sure. Thank you, Bryce. Sure appreciate that. Yeah. So, Greg, we got a, we got a busy summer ahead of us. We got sure a lot do. of great topics coming up. And, uh, you know, every week we're going to cover some great topics on Above Grade. So hope you can join us and, uh, and listen to them as soon as we release them. And if you can't, that's okay. Yeah. We've got an archive of them. Maybe you're going on a road trip. Yeah, that's a great Download way to do it. Download a few and uh, listen with the kids. Listen, <laughs> listen with the kids. You Why really not? can. Uh, it's, uh, we make sure the content <laughs> yeah. is really pretty flavorful, uh, except for the beginning. So right, you might want to yeah. fast forward where Greg talks about the new lingo he's using to get his well, wife excited. You know. So, but that's Absolutely. about as, uh, that's about as risque <laughs> as this program gets uh, or when Gramps comes out, you know, well, you, <laughs> you never know, know what's going to come out of that old feller. You got to censor um, that guy. <laughs> yeah. So be sure to send us any of your requests for topics or any interesting stories about a remodeling experience you may have had and possibly be invited on the show. We always like to get people coming on the program that haven't been in front of a microphone before. And if you don't want to send us anything, that's okay. Be sure to check us out. At Above Grade Podcast or on iTunes at jsbrowncompany.com. You can check us out. Still can't get enough construction information? Be sure to tune in to From Our House to Your Home, the Remodeler Showcase with Frog Hauling each Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. on Sunny 95. Till next week, this is Bryce Jacob, your host, wishing you a great week to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.